Hey everybody, I have a new series here in my podcast called My Journey to Opening My Gym. It's a documentation, it's a series, it's a a journal of me showing the process of me bringing my gym to life. Um, When it's just an idea, all the way to when the doors open up on its very first day, the grand opening. You know, how cool would it have been to see companies have created a podcast or video footage of when their gyms or businesses were starting. That's what I hope to do with this as I become a CEO and entrepreneur and open up something that's going to be very meaningful to me and very meaningful to other people. So I would really appreciate if you follow me along step by step on my process and my journey. Um, I appreciate all your support and I would love, 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 love if you checked it out. Thank you so much. This is the Kicking It With Jason podcast. All right, we are starting this episode. Got a couple topics to talk to you guys about. Some music topics, concert I just went to, some social media topics, kickboxing topics, fitness, um, some fitness tips, you know, good stuff. So I'll open it up with this. Um, well, first of all, what did I do today? Um, started off today with a 7 a.m. session at an 8 a.m. Uh, 9, 30, 11, and a 5 today. Everyone did great. Some had just a leg day. Some had a full body. Some had a hit workout. Overall, good. Pretty good. I didn't work out today. Okay, then tomorrow, um, put up content. You guys can go check that out. Been on Twitter today. Um, you know, overall good day. What I want to start off with is let's start off with some fitness tips. Um, I'll give you a weightlifting one, and I'll also give you like. A motivation one and I'll give you a kickboxing one so you know when it comes to fitness we have goals we have things we want to accomplish um, we're working towards weight loss or working to- toward muscle gain we're working to- toward being consistent we've made progress some of us might have slowed down on our journey but here's the thing your fitness journey is your fitness journey. It's no one else's. Someone else's wins does not lessen yours. So I know we can easily compare. We can easily look at what's going on over here, over there. But that has nothing to do with you, honestly. And we can pull motivation from people, which is which is fine. But you really got to get silent and focused on yourself. And at the end of the day, the work you put in, or haven't put in, and the results you got or haven't got, um, it's gonna boil down to just you, and that's that's what you that's what that's who you want to focus on is yourself. And I think honestly, when it comes to uh, fitness, I think people are doing better than they than they think. Sometimes I think people are getting results. Um, they're being consistent. Or they're not correctly tracking where they did progress at. And they're missing 
areas where they might have improved in drastically. And that's because they might be comparing themselves to somebody else. Like they might be saying, well, that person did this in this amount of time. They accomplished that um, and this quickly. Or, you know, they've been following this and that got them to there. And that's them. That's their journey. Um, you don't know what they have to go through or what how they wake up and start their day or what they had overcome to even get to that place. And um, for you, your journey, your process is going to be a different story. That's what makes us unique is the lives we live, the goals we go for, and how we um, embark on that journey, what happens each step along the way. So um, that's a tip, a little motivation tip. Maybe somebody needs it. Maybe you know somebody that needs to hear this and you can pass Pass them along that tip is that your finished journey is yours. No one else's. Someone else's wins does not lessen yours. And for a weight a weight lifting tip, um, I'll pertain this to a leg workout. So I really like figuring out how to mix up workouts. Not something super complicated or something extravagant or anything that looks fancy for the gram but when you're training people for four months five months and you have them doing the basics for a while they already have the foundation or they might be athletic and this might be this might be you you might be past the phase where you have a great foundation and you've built good muscle memory you know the technique and form of how to do exercises you know, sometimes you got to mix it up and you got to teach your body new things. You got to teach your body new movement, new movements. Like, I mean, listen, I've been working out since I was eight years old. I've been in fitness in martial arts, kickboxing since I was eight years old. And uh, I learned something new every day. You know, I'm always reading something um, or looking at videos of fitness and it's like I'm a new trainer again. Like I'm always filling my bag up with something new and learning and applying new information or things I might have forgotten or things I just, you know, never knew. And I mean, every time I get to the on the heavy bag, I'm hitting that heavy bag. I'm learning how to set up stuff, different ways to punch, tempo, timing. Like I'm always learning, always learning, always feeling like, it's a new day, like a new fresh start. And that's cool. And that's the cool thing about fitness is that um, if it gets boring or if a move gets boring, you can mix it up. So I say all that long-winded answer for this tip is that mix up your deadlifts. Mix up your um, hamstring workouts. Mix up your, your squat workouts, all that, all that. But for this topic here, to keep it really, nar- really narrow, mix up your deadlifts. There's a video I have on Instagram and YouTube. On YouTube, it's called Switch Up Your Deadlifts. You can look that up on my YouTube page. You can scroll down. Um, Today is the 15th. I posted it about a week ago. So I would say like around uh, September 7th, you can probably find this video. But I'm training one of my clients. She's awesome. And she's built up a good foundation. We've been training since July. Uh, Her deadlifts are really strong. She has strong legs. She's a soccer player. She's very very athletic. So I like working on agility, explosiveness, moving, um, 
getting across the floor quick, lateral movement, all those kind of things. And as a trainer, I'm like, okay, so how can I apply these movements and also build strength for her and also teach her something new, right? You know, without um, moving up the weight too fast or overloading or just doing way too much. And I said, let's do a beast dance deadlift where we're going to use a heavy dumbbell. We're using a 45 pound dumbbell. She has a, so she has a, she leans forward. She picks up the dumbbell from her B stance. She puts it back down to the floor. As soon as she comes back up, I throw her the medicine ball to her hip, her outer hip. She catches that medicine ball. That's activating her core, working her core. She has to toss it back. Now we're working coordination, working reaction, everything you need as an athlete, everything you need if you want to be uh, quick with your awareness, speed, right? She throws it back and then she slides over to another 45 pound dumbbell. And she's using her opposite leg, her opposite hand. She does another one rep, beast stance deadlift, puts it back to the floor. I'm over there too with her. I throw the ball to her hip, outer hip, activate the core. She catches the ball, throws it back to me. And we do that for six reps. And I can use a heavier weight. I can use, uh, you know, maybe two more reps on that. We did one rep. You know, there's many ways to, to do this. And maybe you don't have somebody to partner with you who are throwing a medicine ball. But you can do a B-stance deadlift with a heavy weight. Put it back to the floor. Do a jump squat. Slide over. Do the same thing on the other side. Or you can do a B-stance deadlift. Um, put the weight down. Hit a side lunge. And then retreat. Or slide over to the other side. Do the same thing. There's ways you can mix it up. There's ways you can be... Um, very creative and still get the work and work the muscles and strength that you need. So there's a little tip for that. And a kickboxing tip. A kickboxing tip. Well, one thing you want to do when you're kickboxing, you can go look on my Instagram page. It won't take you long to find a kickboxing video. And you can see me working with my clients. You can go on my YouTube. It won't take you long. To find a kickboxing video and uh but one of the things you want to do is you want to work your footwork work work your space and your movement work your pivots work your side steps when you're not punching work your body movement your head movement stay light stay swift um keep your feet uh bouncing sometimes don't bounce sometimes do a step a stepping movement where you're just stepping across from left to right um, maybe you're doing a hop step into the bag and you're hopping back. Be really creative and fluid with your footwork. Put your footwork to the test um, because it's going to make you more versatile. It's going to make you build more skill, more skillful in your kickboxing. You'll even burn a little bit more calories because you're on your feet a lot more. And it's going to make you think. It's going to make it more fun. It's going to make it more challenging. And when you really get footwork going into it, you're going to you know, feel like it's never ending in learning how to get the correct step, angles, distance. Um, one, one thing I did today, for instance, or today, yesterday, I was working with one of my clients at our 8, 8 a.m. boxing session, and I had her punching with her opposite leg while, while, while punching with the opposite hand. So usually when we're doing a jab cross, for instance, we're in our guard, we're in our stance, 
and we're if she's left leg in front um orthodox she's going jab cross her left leg is stepping with that jab with her left hand jab the right hand is doing the cross and it's just you know the heels turning on the cross get that extension get that power through the hips and the feet but on this one I had her stepping with her right leg punching with her left hand and then punching with her right hand while stepping with the left leg so it was opposite and it was tricking her up it was flipping her up it was it was getting her confused and i like that i like that because it's a chance to learn something new it's a chance to add to her tool list it's a chance to um be more skilled in your footwork and the challenge that i mean that's what makes boxing fun is when you apply the different movements head movements things like that so on the heavy bag everybody work your footwork put your footwork to use play around with it if you need footwork tips hit me up watch my freestyle videos on youtube i got a ton you can just see me just messing around and just trying different stuff i got tons i can email you i can dm you i can text you whatever you need to get the information for your um heavy bag workouts and uh i want to talk about the next thing um went through the fitness stuff here um you know, on my podcast, I like to talk about a lot of different things. I like to bring different flavors, juice to the podcast because, I mean, that's how I am as a person. I I'm, uh, I'm I try to be very aware of pop culture and I always try to talk about my interest. And one of the things that I love, I love music. I love dancing. I love having a good time. Um, you know, that's why I got the goat behind me. You can see, you, you don't even have to see the whole poster. You already know who that is just by the, the, the last few letters there and the in the jacket you know it's the goat michael jackson but um i love music and i, and I went to a, a reggaeton concert here in california in the bay area near san jose a, a city called mountain view right and um it was my first concert since i want to say freshman year where i saw kiss live i'm a big kiss fan um kiss puts on the best concerts they are incredible if you guys ever want to see a show i don't care if you don't even like rock you don't know who Kiss is. If you went to a Kiss concert, you would actually have a good time. And you'd be amazed. You'd be inspired. You'd be entertained. You'd be moved. Your jaw would be dropped. That's how good they are. They don't They don't necessarily have the top songs, I would say. They don't necessarily have the best songwriting. But their creativity and imagination and the way they can put on the show is just unique. One of a kind. But... I was at this reggaeton concert. I don't speak any Spanish, but I'm starting... Hey, by the way, I'm starting to learn Spanish. I'm trying to do that an hour a day. Um, I have a beautiful, hot, sexy, smart, intelligent, hardworking Mexican girlfriend, Brenda. She is so amazing. And she's going to help me too. But we went to this concert together. We went with some friends. Um, and the Spanish, you know, the Spanish songs are going amazing, right? Their energy is crazy. I don't know the songs, but I'm dancing. Uh, some of the songs sound familiar. Some of them don't. And it's just so cool to be around everybody. And it's just so amazing how music connects people. You know, you don't have to know the words, but the beat speaks to you. No matter who you are, no matter what race, ethnicity, culture you are, a beat can speak to you. And for me, you know, um, I know how to dance. I know how to move. I know how to pick up on a beat. And uh, I had a good time regardless of me not knowing any of the words I had a good time um the human connection felt welcome probably was like only two other black dudes in there it's funny I saw one of my friends there and they hit me up on Instagram the other day he's like bro I was there I was like dude I thought I saw you I thought I saw you but it's funny um 
yeah, there's like only two black dudes there, but it didn't matter. And one of the cool things was during the, what do you call it, intermission, interlude, when they, you know, changed to the next artist, the DJ, um, who I connected with here on Instagram, a pretty cool guy, you gotta check him out, you, I tagged him in my video, you guys can see it, um, but I put up this video, and it's just amazing, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's thousands of people, right, DJ puts on the, the music, uh, blow the whistle too short everybody's jamming everybody's dancing right everybody is dancing to barry music we all know the barry music here and i'm telling you like it's a whole crowd of latino people it's beautiful man we're all we're all dancing but the whistle's going on boom, boom, boom. and i'm like dude let me get this shot and i'm not a shot of alcohol a shot uh, on my camera right so i'm filming and it's just beautiful. There's went there's beautiful women behind me. I didn't talk to none of them, okay? There's women behind me. There's a crowd of people, right? Crowd of people. And you can just see it. It's just everybody's dancing, everybody's singing, and the energy is high. It's 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 man, it's it's something to see. And you know, especially during COVID time, we haven't seen anything like that. And I was like, dude, this is this is just so beautiful. It was moving. And blow the whistles on, next song comes on is Mac Dre uh, feeling myself. Classic song. Mac Dre's a Bay Area legend, trendsetter, um, you know, one of the biggest Bay Area artists ever. Um, he's very, um, uh, he's a pioneer of, of the sound and the flow and just the, the flavor of the Bay Area and hip-hop music and even style-wise for a moment there with the hypey movement. But that song comes on, everybody's, everybody's dancing. I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the villa and I'm feeling my and it, right and it's crazy we're all rapping the verse I'm I'm recording and uh, man you got to see it and I just I just want to say that that was a beautiful moment um, I even learned about an artist Raúl Alejandro I knew his music a little bit but that guy can dance he can perform you guys should check out his music um, he's not mega 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 big but he's big and he's on his way to being mega mega star. Um, uh, by the way, the concert was called El Pudo. It was, it was a lot of fun. So I want to go to another concert. I want to go to another concert. Bad Bunny, man. I'll go, I'll go to all the, all the, all the concerts, man. It was, it was cool. It was a sight to see. Um, and I'll close it out with this. I'll close it out with a social media tip. Cause you know, I'm on social media every day because I have a purpose of what I'm doing with my content, with my podcast. Um, and that's. I'm building my brand to get awareness around kickboxing, fitness. Um, you know, I'm now working on growing a gym and I want to leave a legacy. And so the way I approach social me media is very different from a lot of people who might, po who might approach it to connect with friends, scroll, get entertainment throughout their day. They're on because everybody else is on, um, you know, a way to just share some of their highlights, um, you know. Whatever it might be, everybody has their own way and purpose um, of what they want to use social media for. So I'm 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 on social media again to build a legacy. So that's why I post every day. I'm making content. I'm trying my best to um, document my journey and bring value to people, whether that's through fun, entertainment, or just education. Through it all, right and um, one of the things I think people 
have a, a problem with or a challenge with social media is that they can let it get too geared up in their self-esteem and they can blame it too much and they can uh, really not notice that all social media is is just the real world pretty much just on a canvas um, and that's all it is. Social media is just a canvas and you can use it with however way you want. And I wrote it here. I said social media is a tool and canvas that is in your control. That is why everyone's experience on here is not equally the same. It typically brings to light more of what you have or tend to have, good or bad. If you like to network, you will network. If you get anxiety from people's opinions, you'll get more anxiety here. If you like to bring value, you'll bring value. If you like to gossip, you will gossip. If you like to scroll, then scroll. It's all whatever. So that's the that's the message that I'll close off with is that social media is not to be blamed. It's not to even control your self-esteem. It's to just a place to put out your art, put out your your ideas and to get out of it what you want to get out of it, which you're in control of. So um, let's wrap this episode up. Thank you so much. I'm going to actually do uh, some research for my gym that I'm opening up. If you haven't, check out my series, my 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 series called My Journey to Opening My Gym. Um, but uh, I got to do some of that and, um, you know, do a little bit of reading, a little research on uh, some other fitness stuff and call it a night. Thank you so much if you guys listen to this podcast. I it's, it's, It means a lot. The, you know, the messages that I get, the text that I get. Um, it's not a whole lot. It's not like I'm fluttered and and um you know bombarded with messages all day but when i do get that one message a month or a week you know it's cool because it's just giving me an insight of what can happen and um you know how it does matter to people so thank you enjoy your night kicking it with jason i really hope you enjoyed this episode if you did leave a review on Apple, share this from Spotify, share it with someone, uh, tweet me, hit me up on Instagram, let me know your thoughts on this episode, and um, I love your feedback. Thank you for listening, and have a good day.